Hello and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Jarrett Topel. On December 20th, 2019, the President signed into law the SECURE Act, and the new law took effect on January 1st of this year. SECURE stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. Again, Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. The stated goal of the SECURE Act is to help Americans save more for retirement. And in many ways, the new act accomplishes this goal. But like most things governmental, it's not all good news. And there will likely be some negative ramifications from the new law as well. And while this act has too many new provisions to discuss them all in this podcast, I wanted to take a few minutes here to talk about what we consider to be the most important and impactful of these provisions as it relates to taxes, investing, and personal finance. First off, the SECURE Act makes several changes to the rules around individual retirement accounts, more commonly known as IRAs. On the positive side, the SECURE Act eliminates the age cap for IRA contributions. Prior to the Act, people were prohibited from contributing to their IRAs after turning 70 and a half. Now, anyone who is employed or has earned income can contribute toward an IRA indefinitely. Another positive change is that the SECURE Act increases the age at which you have to start taking required minimum distributions, or RMDs, from your IRAs and other qualified retirement accounts. Prior to the Act, you had to start taking RMDs the year you turned 70 and a half. Now, RMDs are not required to start until the year you turn 72. And while this is not a major change, it's at least a step in the right direction. But please note, this change is not retroactive. People who turned 70 and a half years old in 2019 or before still need to withdraw the required minimum distributions based on the old rules. Unfortunately, the SECURE Act did nothing about life expectancies used in calculating RMDs. However, there is talk that this is likely to happen in the coming months or years. Also on the negative side, the SECURE Act eliminates what are known as stretch IRAs. I believe this is the most significant and disruptive change to the law that occurred behind the passage of the SECURE Act. Prior to the Act, non-spouse beneficiaries of IRAs or other retirement plans had the option of taking RMDs based on their life expectancies. So, a child who inherited their parents' IRA could stretch these payments out over many years based on their individual life expectancy. This allowed the beneficiary to keep more money in the IRA for longer and potentially get more benefit from ongoing tax deferral and compounding growth. However, beginning in 2020, the new law requires non-spouse beneficiaries to take full payout within 10 years after the death of the initial account owner. Because of this change, many non-spouse beneficiaries may miss out on tax-deferred growth that could have stretched decades. One thing to note is that the new mandatory payout rule generally won't apply to minors until they've reached the age of majority, and, fortunately, the new act does not change the rules for IRAs inherited by a spouse. And, please note, these changes are not retroactive. For those who inherited an IRA from an original IRA owner who died before January 1, 2020, there are no changes to the original distribution schedule. They can still use stretch IRAs and can take RMDs based on their life expectancy.
Next up, let's discuss changes to workplace retirement plans. The SECURE Act provides more part-time employees with access to tax-friendly workplace retirement plans like 401ks. The new law lets businesses provide part-time employees with access to 401ks or other workplace retirement plans if they've worked at least 1,000 hours throughout the year or 500 hours through three consecutive years. The new law also incentivizes small business to establish retirement plans and set up auto-enrollment for these plans. Small, small businesses can now claim up to $5,000 in tax credits to cover up to 50% of their startup cost for retirement plans, where before they could claim only $500. And starting in 2021, businesses from different industries can join forces and pool the costs of creating retirement plans under one plan provider. By banding together, these businesses should be able to compete for better and less expensive plans that were previously available to only larger employers. Moving on, let's discuss how the SECURE Act allows you to pay off student loan debt with 529 plan money. The new law relaxes restrictions around 529 college savings plans. Students can now withdraw up to $10,000 penalty-free from 529 plans to pay off student loans every year. Prior to the SECURE Act, taking a withdrawal for a, from a 529 plan to cover non-qualified expenses would trigger a 10% penalty on the earnings portion, in addition to ordinary income taxes on the distribution itself. The SECURE Act expands the meaning of qualified expenses to include student loan payments. The final provision of the SECURE Act that I want to mention is around penalty-free withdrawals for child care costs. If you're expecting a child or adopting one, you can now withdraw up to $5,000 penalty-free from qualified plans like 401ks and IRAs to cover the cost of raising your child. This rule applies to your spouse as well, so that's a combined penalty-free withdrawal of up to $10,000 for married couples. You have one year from the birth of the child or adoption to take advantage of penalty-free withdrawals. But please keep in mind, you will still owe taxes on the withdrawal itself. You just avoid the penalties for premature withdrawals. Again, these are just a few of the many changes that occurred with the passage of the SECURE Act. The stated hope behind the SECURE Act is that it will boost and protect retirement savings for millions of Americans. But as I just discussed, some rules can limit savings potential and increase the tax burden on inheritors of IRAs. As with all things financial, it's best to discuss these rules with your tax consultant and financial advisor before making any significant changes to your financial plan. Opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. This program should not be construed as financial, legal, or estate planning advice. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital and seek advice from a licensed professional. 
Topel and DeStasi Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Topel and DeStasi Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Topel and DeStasi Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.